So I'm now here. I am now present. I'm the one running late today. Uh, Mum life, juggling a child who literally doesn't want to go to sleep when you want to do stuff. It's yeah, it's, it's so fun. And you've got you've got eight little babies that you is it? Are they having eight? She could have up to ten. Whoa. Okay, so we're not talking about Elo um, and her like other person. We're literally talking about her and her dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't have, imagine if I had 10 in my belly. Oh, my God. My doggo. And they could be here next week. Actually, they could be here this week because they're only pregnant for eight to nine weeks and she's eight weeks tomorrow. So we could be delivering babies live on this podcast. Oh, my God, we could and I've got the door shut. So if I hear any (laughs) noises, I'll be like, I'm out. Oh, my God, amazing. Okay, well, we're recording. Let's do this. feel after a couple of glass of bubbles you're confident you're self-assured and you're ready to take on the world imagine if you had the strength and awareness to do that when the buzz wears off i'm heidi anderson author former radio host and ceo of my own company and this podcast is about building your confidence by stepping outside your comfort zone welcome to champagne confidence okay so i've got the insta and reels Queen coach here, Elo Smith. Hello. How are you? Uh, welcome to the podcast. Now, I know you're a massive fan of the podcast and I'm a massive fan of you. So it's a really, it's it's an honor to have you here. Um, I, I want to get you to introduce yourself since you are the one who helps people create awesome bios on their Instagram that they really have to sell themselves in, you know, what is it? 28 characters or less. 100 and 150 characters in the actual bio description which can be so freaking hard to do when you've got all of these things that you do and it's hard it's always so hard to explain yourself as well because you're like I do this and I do this and we're all multifaceted so yes that's part of what I do (laughs) okay so how would you describe yourself if we were to be like Elo who is she can you sum her up in 158 characters or less Okay, so I am an Instagram and Reels coach and I help small businesses and personal brands to show up and stand out on socials as their most authentic selves. And, okay, I love this. And we're going to dive into, like, what you believe authenticity is and how you help people show up like that and how you started showing up like that because, you know, showing up and standing out, you know, standing out on on your social media is you know, comes from champagne confidence. That's how you do it. But I want to know a little bit more about you. So that's your business mm-hmm. profile. What about you personally? How would you describe yourself in 158 characters or less? Well, golly, that see, that's the hard one, isn't it? <laughs> so I am, I'm an, I'm an introvert, an extroverted introvert who is quite dorky. I'm a um, a proud as fuck dog mum and I'm just so happy to be myself but just like anyone else, I struggle with moments of self-doubt and self-worth and valuing myself as well. Um, but I'm all about stepping out of those comfort zones so you can embrace that and just be, your, be my fucking self. Yes, I love that. So who is yourself? When you started showing up as 
Elo on social media. And I mean, I know you obviously. So I could sit here and say like, this is the person that I've met, like, you know, and we connected straight away, but who, who is this, you know, authentic self that you speak of? I think for a lot of people, and this comes from like something I definitely noticed, obviously as my profile's growing on Instagram, but also like me and my partner, we've been together for like over a year and a half now. But when I got into that relationship and meeting a bunch of his friends, I really noticed how people perceived me is so different to who I actually am. And I think that's because uh, on the outside, I look really bubbly and confident, but I have, I just like anyone else, I have so many other little things. Um, And I'm actually super down to earth. I'm a total dork and I'm not afraid to just be a little bit weird sometimes, but it takes me a while to open up to people because I do, I do, I probably, I feel like I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. Although from the outside, people would think I'm an extrovert, but I'm very introverted in that I love my alone time. I need that time to be on my own, which is also why I find it harder to open up to people. I have to feel really comfortable. I have to feel like I really trust them. But as you would know, when I do really vibe with someone and when I do feel that like we are an energetic match, I cannot shut up. Like I literally, (laughs) I'm like, this is me. This is all of me. Um, But it takes me a while to get to that point. Um, But I'm also just quite spiritual and people don't see that about me. Like I've done so much work on myself. I see an energy healer. I'm into Reiki. I'm into astrology. I'm into all that sort of stuff. But people don't necessarily see that about me unless they really, truly know me. Mm, It's so interesting. And I think there's this whole perception of perfection on social media there with many accounts. And I think some people, because you are someone who, you know, you look good, like you're aesthetically pleasing to me. (laughs) You, you're your account is, you know, the same, but that's because you love that side. Like, do you know what I mean? I know when you and I work together, you're like, oh no, I'll, I'll do all the logos and this and that because you really like the prettiness of it. And so I think that can be intimidating for some people, you know, and that's, and, and that I think is the false lens that Instagram puts out because when you are showing up as your authentic self, which is all of the time on your social media, you are your dorky, you're, you're weird, you're fucking powerful in your confidence and what you teach and your knowledge and you share parts of you, which is like something that you're going to get to, I'm sure. And I see the real you, but it's interesting how people, I think sometimes I think that they get um, like they're looking through a different, like this perfection lens. And sometimes that can be intimidating because they're like, oh, she's perfect. She's got like these dogs and, and, you know, not to say that everyone thinks that, but like, you know what I mean? People, it's what we perceive. A hundred percent. And you also have to remember Instagram is just showing the 1% of people's lives, which is why I also always really try it. And if I am struggling that I do mention that, sometimes or at least after the fact I I share my learning from it and say hey I'm fucking real too and this also happens but we also have to remember not everyone is sharing a hundred percent of their lives imagine if we were all sharing every single little bit and like also you said I do enjoy the creating the prettiness and like 
creating like aesthetic content because that's part of who I am as oh. well. Um, like even if you were to come to my house, like I still have, it's not clean all the time, but I really take pride in my home. Fucking Taurus over here. Just oh, my God. I'm a Taurus, but I don't take pride like in that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you also have a toddler. That's a lot harder to keep it clean, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah, like at, with Instagram, it's we aren't showing everything. Mm. But one thing that people always say to me, I think on your stories, is the place where you can really show up super authentically and just the behind the scenes stuff. And same with reels. I find that reels really lets you allow your personality to shine. Um, but when people meet me in real life, they're always like, you're exactly like how you are on Instagram. Yeah. Which is the biggest compliment ever. Like mm. so nice. Cause I don't try and be someone else, but we all have to remember that we're all showing the highlight reel at the end of the day. Oh my gosh, I love I love that so much. And I think this is a really important reminder for everyone who is building their champagne confidence because I feel like the the comparison Cassie in our brain, in our mean in a mean girl really pipes up when we're on social yeah. media. And I think that's what you know we need to remember. Like I just went on a holiday with Griffo, right? Of course I'm gonna post you a lot of our amazing photos and oh our toddler was there too, by the way. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to show you all the fun stuff. And like, we had some really funny moments, but you have to remember, you're only seeing the tiniest part of our holiday. And there were times where we wanted to fucking kill each other in, you know, when we were driving and we were getting angry about directions or this or that, or, you know, when Memphis was having a tantrum and, you know, or his big feelings, as I like to say, but some people would classify yeah. them as tantrums, but, you know, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get in, yeah, in the, in the whole, you know, like conscious parenting of like you know their big feelings mm-hmm. and you know but and so then in those moments we would get upset or angry or whatever and you know I'm actually in my new way of moving forward I'm trying to actually sometimes record some of these real moments yeah um because of course you're not going to see that because I'm not going to pull out my phone and be like oh Griffo and I've just had a fight and chucked it on oh. Instagram I like to be real but do you know what I mean wouldn't people be depressed if they just saw that all the time and also imagine if you're just like having a fight with Griffo and you're like, oh, oh, wait, wait up. Hang on. Let me just set up my tripod over here. I'll just put this over here so that people can see out this real part. No, you're in the moment as well. So, oh, my gosh. And I think that's a really important reminder when we're building our champagne confidence, isn't it, is to remember that it's a highlight reel. So let's, let's talk about Ello and her, you know, her showing up as her authentic self and you becoming, you know, that is now exactly what you teach other women. It is so much more than just showing up on social media and, you know, on your stories and reels. It's actually just really taking that mask off in life, right? 100% because showing up on authentically on socials means you have to first be showing up authentically in life. If you don't know who you are as a person then how can you go on Instagram and, and be that person? You're obviously going to have some sort of mask. So it, they, they go hand in hand. And at first you have to feel comfortable walking the walk in real life to be able to do it on social media as well. And like my journey with self-confidence and self-worth and all of that jazz has been a freaking long one. And a lot of people, I don't even know how far back to go because it's... <laughs> It's a lot. We'd need like all the podcast episodes. But I've like really, really struggled with self-confidence, my body image, 
all of that stuff from I like I can remember being as young as 10 the first time that I actively chose to starve myself so like I've struggled with this stuff all through teen teenhood all through adulthood I still struggle every now and then um and so when I first came to like showing up on Instagram I struggled just as much as anyone else and I think it's almost hard to say that because people do have this they look at me and they're like oh why like you know, why would you feel that way? But no one actually knows everyone's journey and they don't know what their childhood was like and all of that sort of thing. Um, But in terms of showing up on social media and the moment that I remember being like, fuck, this is powerful, me being myself, was pretty much when Reels came out. And that's why I'm so passionate about people getting on reels and stories now, because it was like when video came out and when reels came out, I got onto it straight away with reels, but there was one reel that I posted where I just was like, I, I'm just going to have fun with this. I'm going to be my total dorky self. And I posted that it was my first viral reel. It got like 500,000 views or something like that. And it, to me, that kind of gave me this permission slip to be myself because people obviously loved it. And from then onwards, I was like, wow, Reels is really the place where I can like just let my like inner dorkiness, my inner little actress that I didn't even really know I had <laughs> <laughs> come out and have more fun. And that was when my account grew as well. And that's when I started building more connections. And I think back to before that, it was If you think my account is like really pretty now, it's at the beginning, it was so curated. It was like I had this pattern and it was like every fourth, every fourth tile had to be a quote tile. It was just so, so curated. Everything was so thought out. And I think this is the power of reels as well. As soon as they came in, it took away this like, oh, we have to have everything perfect and super curated. Like it's not like that anymore. But I just remember when I did that, I couldn't believe the reaction it had. And it just, it gave me this little boost to be like, yep, I'm going to do more of this. And so I started doing more of that. And then I started showing more of the, I think even before that, I was like, yeah, I'm showing up authentically, but I wasn't really like, I was still re-recording a story 20 times because I didn't like how my chin looked in one bit or like my hair was wrong or I'd put a filter on. But now it's like, I'll still use a filter every now and then if I want to, but otherwise I'm just pretty much like I record it once and I don't overthink things. And that's what people connect with. And that's why I'm like, Business owners, personal brands, this is what you need to be doing to make you stand out on Instagram is to show up as your authentic self and uncurated self because that's what is different from the next person that's doing the same thing as you. Mm, I love that so much. There's so much just in that. And no, thank you for sharing because I want to go back to, you know, when you said that you actively starved yourself when you were 10, because I think this is the thing, right? Like, you know, speaking about champagne confidence and everything. And I think one of the big cock blocks that I see with so many women is they're so afraid to talk about 
their past and bring out parts of themselves that make them and define who they are. Now, you have been that person that is insecure about her weight, that has battled her weight. And for someone who has it has been the other way, and I was thinking about this with you, you, when you're stressed, you don't eat. When I'm stressed, I eat. Like we're, we're, we're opposites, you know? And But that's the thing people perceive. Again, it goes back to that perfection. Oh, well, why? She's a pretty girl. She's thin. Like why would she have these, you know, issues with herself? And so... I want to go back to that because like I said, it's you going back and healing yourself from that journey is why you've been able to start showing up yeah. as yourself on social media. Yeah. And I think it's taken, it took me until I was like in my twenties when I started to see an energy healer and I started to get back to the root cause of all these things. And ultimately me being so fixated on how I looked and starving myself and not eating and like being on the verge of being diagnosed with anorexia, never got formally diagnosed, but um, I was definitely disordered eating and it all, it was all the signs of it. Doing the work and seeing an energy healer and starting to see that made me realize it wasn't actually necessarily about my physical vessel. It was about the fact that I didn't feel loved and as a kid, like I'm, I'm a child of divorce. And so my parents, I, I didn't see my dad that much, like only every second weekend. My mom was really busy. She had to try and provide for us. So she was, you know, working night shift all the time. So it all just comes back to ultimately, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel loved. And so that made me not value myself mm-hmm. and not feel any worth for myself. And of course, like that is, had been instilled in me. Like most of these childhood things are instilled in us from six years old or before. So how do we break that when that's the story we've been telling ourselves for so, so long? So I'm still healing and things still come up every now and then. And like it came up again. So every time I think that I'm healed, like, and now, you now know, I'm now 32 when I'm now smart enough to know you're never fully healed. You're just constantly healing. But I remember being 25 and being like, I'm healed. Like, I'm I'm so fine. But then, of course, went back downhill again. I started a business and that brought up all those self-worth issues again because it was like I started to um, realise, like I started to put value in how many clients I was getting and putting content out there on Instagram and just doing something on your own. That, again, brought up the value stuff and then kind of worked through that again. And then I was in a five-year relationship and that ended. And it was a bit of a blind side for me. In hindsight, I'm like, yep, cool. All the signs was meant to happen. But at the time, I felt really blindsided by it and so, so hurt. And it brought up all those things again. I was like, why am I unlovable? Why do, why do, like, do I have no value, no worth? And it brought all that up again. And I remember this was like a big turning point when I realized all that work I'd been doing was actually, like it actually was starting to work. Was mm-hmm. It was three weeks after my big breakup. Um, it was my 30th birthday. I was going out with some girlfriends for, for breakfast for my birthday and I was very thin because breakup happened and I lo- I couldn't eat. I was so anxious. I lost like six kilos in three weeks. So I was down to like 45 or 46 kilos. I was tiny, but it wasn't by choice. Previously, that shit would have been by choice. I would have starved myself by choice to look that way. 
And I remember my friend came up to me. We like hugged to say hello. And she was like, oh my God, Ello, you look so good. And my response to her was, no, I don't. I've lost six kilos because I'm so fucking depressed and heartbroken. And that kind of put her in a place being like, oh yeah, fuck. But also I like looked back at that and I was like, fuck yeah, Ello, I'm proud of you. Like, look how far you've come because had that been two years ago or five years ago or 10 years ago, you would have been like, oh, thank you. Yes, I look so good. Like, but really it was came from a really unhealthy place. And I think that was a big turning point where I realized I was like, oh, okay, maybe I am valuing myself a little bit more now. So that was a, that was a big moment for me. Yeah, my gosh. And like, I think it's such an important conversation to have around like people referencing people's weight and that kind of thing, you know, like I, when people mention it to me now, because I have been one to put myself out there, like it is kind of a no, no, don't mention my weight to me. We don't need to, I'm more than that. And it's the same with you, but I think that's, you know, that's an important part of your your unraveling of like your confidence and you finding yourself and you finding, you know, worthiness and and becoming loved. So what happened from there with you personally, you know, this was a big moment for you where you're like, I'm healed. I'm, you know, I am starting to build this confidence. I am finding worthiness and love within myself. What happened to you from there? I really uh, like from that moment, like I really threw myself into my business because that was all I had and it was a good distraction it's what I needed to do um and I went through the process of meeting new people thinking I was ready to move on but really I was just (laughs) distracting myself and then I had like another big jump into this like uh, it, it must have only been like about six months or so after my big breakup where I was like fuck this. I'm not dating anymore. I'm just attracting assholes. This was another big thing for me, which I don't think I've shared this with you, but I just remember being like, the guys that I were attracting were a hundred percent. I was attracting them because of how I looked. Mm -hmm. And so they were just guys who were lusting after me. And that's not what I wanted. I wanted someone, I wanted a real relationship. So I was like, fuck this. I'm on a man, Ben. And then, um, yeah, so then I was like, fuck, I need to think about what I'm projecting out into the world and who I really am. And when I found myself again and who I actually was, was when I could confidently step up in my business and in life as myself. And then I met my my partner like three weeks later. (laughs) I love it. And now you guys are having eight to ten babies together. Exactly. Well, (laughs) things escalated fast. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for sharing because I know, you know, it is. It's one of those things that we don't always delve into these stories. And I know a lot of people do. They think that you're this really champagne confident woman. And you're like, yeah, I can be, but I also have insecurities too. And I also get in my head. And I know there's a moment that just recently, um, you know, you got up on stage and you karaoke in front of like a room full of influencers at a comedy lounge. And everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah, hello. But what were you feeling and thinking in that moment? Oh, so, and this is another thing that I haven't mentioned that people perceive me like this, but I get very bad social anxiety and like not all the time. So I really have to like pump myself up for an event or something like that. And guess that comes back to being an introvert and feeling more comfortable in a more insular group. 
Um, but yeah, so I went to this event, got invited to this influencers night at the comedy lounge. And at the end of the night, they played karaoke. And for some unknown reason, I got up there and started singing. And in my head, I thought, because when someone else ran up, someone would join them. So I was like, I'll get up there and someone will join me as well. But they didn't. I just sung the whole song on my own. And while I was up there at the start, I was fucking vibing it. And then the thoughts that were actually going through my head were of pure anxiety. Like, what the fuck am I thinking? How am I sounding right now? Everyone out there is judging me. What are they like? What am I doing? I just wanted to get off that stage. But also I was like, I'm here. I've stepped into this position. I have to own it. And I just have to find that champagne confidence, which at the time I'd had two wines. So I did have some sh- like action <laughs> champagne confidence. But I got off the stage and I ran off and I was sh- the adrenaline. Like my, I was shaking. And I went over to like Josh and um, Ashley and I was like, Oh my god! And my first things to say with them to them were like, "What did I do? Why did I do that?" And they were like, "You fucking owned it. No one wanted to get up there because you were intimidating because you were doing such a good job." And I was like, "Fucking hell!" Inside, I was dying. <laughs> and see, everyone saw this confidence within you, and they're like, "There, she's got it. She's got it." And I think in that moment, it made me realize. Stepping out of your comfort zone is literally the only fucking way to get better. And for some people, that is showing their face on stories. And of course, like the first time you do it, it's going to be scary. But every single step that you take, it gets a little bit easier. And one day I'll be able to do that without any rosés at all. <laughs> okay, so what song were you singing in karaoke? Valerie by um, Amy <laughs> Winehouse. Yeah, what is, how does it go? Uh, well, sometimes I go out, oh, no, it's not right here. Oh, no. and I, I think about across the water, <laughs> and then I don't know the rest. And I think about myself, and, doing... <laughs> and I don't know what I don't know. You should have put it earlier. That's the one, that's the one. But, yeah, so, like, literally, and I remember the next day, I don't think my stories have ever blown up so much the next day they were like holy crap like you have such good voice obviously you could hear mostly the karaoke but you could hear my voice as well and I was like I'm pretty sure and I just kept downplaying it and I was like oh I think it's mostly Amy Winehouse it's not me and like I got so much stuff and then I was just like to be honest I don't know what came over me like I do not know what came over me but I'm so glad that I did it because it was also a good lesson for me because even though that was on a different scale for me that was my level of fuck this is scary but showing up on stories is someone else's level of fuck this yeah is scary and so it just reminded me that even my clients are feeling that same level of anxiety and fear and fear of judgment and self like you know we're just the inner mean girl saying all these nasty things to us that's how they feel when they show up on stories so it was a good humbling experience for me to be able to put myself in that position But like I said, and I know you say this all the time as well, it's like you have to take those steps. Otherwise, we just stick in our little comfortable box forever, wishing we could be that person, but we're never going to get there without action. Mm, Oh, my gosh, yes. Uh, I love that. And bringing it back as she does. Yeah. How can we help 
the woman now who is, you know, or the person now who is sitting there and doubting themselves and thinking all of the the stories that you've just said, how can we help them move into stepping into their comfort zone to build their champagne confidence on their social media? I think the first step is acknowledging what those limiting beliefs are. And then this is something that I even like tell friends all the time and be like, okay, so what is that limiting belief? So say it's um, my friend is going to judge me for showing up. Okay, what part of that is true? What in that is true and what is just your mind making something up? And when you think about, okay, this is the truth and this is just a fabrication of what my own inner mean girl is saying, you're like, huh, that's not true at all. Like where did that come from? Like asking the question, is this true? Mm. Yeah. And when you ask the question, is this true? Most of the time you're like, there is no evidence to say that is true at all. And you realize it's just your own thoughts. It's also just starting small. So it's speaking specifically about social media. If you've never shown your face before, you have a small business. Firstly, let me tell you, the first time you show your face, whether it is on your grid or it's on your stories, you're going to get the most interaction you've ever got. I can almost <laughs> guarantee it. Every time, this is what happens with clients who've never put their face up there. They put it up and boom, they'll message me and be like, oh, my God, that's the most interaction I've ever got. And I was like, I'm I'm not going to say I told you so, but I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> but starting small. So start with a photo. And if you're someone, if you don't want it to be a selfie, you don't want it to be a photo someone's taken, go have that photo shoot. The actual act of having a photo shoot as well is super empowering, being in front, like doing something that that is out of your comfort zone, but getting dressed up, like having your makeup, if that's what it takes for you to feel confident enough to take the first step of putting a photo up and introducing yourself, amazing. Then from there, it's starting to show up on stories and it might not be talking. I think everyone sees showing up as on stories as I have to talk to the camera. It's not always that. It could just be you sharing a photo and then writing some a caption on it or writing some dot points. Start there. Then when you're ready, start recording a story. And if you're someone that picks up your phone and you're like, fuck, I don't even know what to say, write dot points if that helps. Like all these little things Mm. are going to help you to get to the point where you can like just pick up your phone and be fine. And I think the other thing to remember, which I'm a huge advocate for reminding people this of this, is you don't have to show up every day. If you're feeling shit, Mm -hmm. that's okay. You don't have to show up. That's part of being authentic is honouring your own energy and being like, okay, Maybe you're on your period and you just want to hibernate and you're feeling grumpy and you're just like, fuck the world, fuck it, everyone fuck off. (laughs) Then don't show up because being authentic to yourself in life is to be like, I'm going to honour this energy and let myself have this moment. You don't have to show up on stories every single day. And Mm -hmm. just taking those small steps until it becomes a little bit easier because remember when I first started my account, which was, nearly four years ago now, I didn't show up on stories either. And now you'll see me on there almost every day. And now I create stupid reels. And now I just like am myself. Everyone starts somewhere. Yes. Even that girl that you think is the most confident girl in the world, even if it's like looking at you, Heidi, and seeing how you show up, even if it's one of your favorite influencers, I can guarantee that once upon a time, 
They did not like doing that themselves. And I can also guarantee they still have days where they don't like themselves that much or they're struggling with self-confidence, but they either do it anyway or they acknowledge that today's not the day. They do what they need to do and then they're ready to pick up where they left off next time they show up. So just remembering that. Mm, And so what would you say to someone who is like, what is authenticity? I don't know what authenticity is. Like, who is my authentic self? What would you say to them? It's a bit of a, it seems like a bit of a buzzword in the marketing Mm. kind of thing. But true authenticity is literally just being yourself. But I get some people don't really know quite who that person is yet. We are so influenced by the things around us, our parents, our friends, everything. I would recommend actually doing the work. And I know you're a big advocate as well. It is seeing a psychologist or an energy healer or a kinesiologist or whatever is something that you vibe with or it's reading the personal development books, it's listening to the podcast, it's doing that sort of stuff, actually going inward and trying not to avoid it completely because I think that's most of the time people just try and talk. It's scary to actually address that stuff and to, um, you know, try and discover who you are and it's going to be messy and it's going to be hard and things are going to come up that you never knew were even there. But how do we ever truly, we have this one life. Don't we want to live it in our, like the best we possibly can as our most authentic selves and discover who we truly are at our core? So there's a part where it's like, we can't, I can't offer much more than like you're, you do need to go and get that out, outsource it, outsource it. To outsource it. Else. Exactly. I love that. Um, before you go, I absolutely love everything that you shared. And, you know, this is such a powerful tool, especially not just for women in business, but I think just in general, how you can show up authentically and, and, yeah. you know, you sharing a story is so relatable. Um, before you go, I would love you to give us a confidence challenge for those who are listening right now. Um, you know, what could you, what would be their confidence challenge that we can chuck in the middle of the episode? Can I make it a confidence challenge specifically to Instagram? Yep. Okay. So if you have never shown up on stories before, your confidence challenge is to do that this week. So it, and all you have to do is whether you've, you've got the followers that are following you already know you or not, There's nothing wrong with reintroducing yourself or maybe you've never shown up and you do need to introduce yourself. But I want you to jump on stories and say who you are, what it is you do and who you help or how you help them or what your page is about, what people to expect. And it could be if you're not ready to talk, you can just put a photo up. But doing that introduction post, that is your confidence challenge. Yeah, so today's confidence challenge is that by Ello Smith, please tag Ello in your confidence challenge and myself at underscore Heidi Anderson. What's your Instagram? Eloise Smith underscore. Woo, Ello, thank you so much. Is there anything that you want to leave for us before um, you go deliver some puppies? (laughs) Um, Guys, follow me for puppy updates because when they're born, you can guarantee I'm going to be on maternity leave, so there's going to be puppies every day. Um, (laughs) But the thing I do want to leave with is I am just, I just want you to know, Heidi, that what you're doing is amazing. Honestly, 
helping people your philosophy around champagne confidence is everything and I love the fact it's literally like me having those two rosés got me confident enough to show up on and do karaoke I would love to do that without champagne without alcohol and I think that your whole philosophy about empowering women to find that confidence to find that love and self-worth is amazing and just keep doing what you're doing I'm really proud of you oh I love you too and I'm so proud of you and thank you so much for all your support with the podcast you've been tagging it you've been sharing you've reviewed it thank you Elo I absolutely love you love you too Thank you so much for listening to Champagne Confidence today. The only way we're going to unleash inner champagne confidence in other people around the world is by you getting around the show. So if you are loving it, I would be so grateful if you could hit follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to and leave us a review. It would mean the absolute world. And please come and introduce yourself. I hang out mainly on Instagram at underscore Heidi Anderson. Love you lots.